Yeah, last uh, few episodes on Wanderer have been pretty interesting. Things are happening. I barely got through the fight with Sin and Virtue, and, uh-huh. but I did end up killing both of them. And they were using these horseshoes against me. They're like gem, like ruby. Yeah, really? like similar to the jade one. Mine's like a sapphire horseshoe. Oyster Python ended up getting one because he was at the fight as well, watching. Yeah. But after the fight, the arena started filling with phlegm, like flooding. I ended up getting one of the horseshoes, but it hurt my already broken arm further, so that was not good. But I managed oh. to use it to use one of the columns to make a bridge to walk out of the phlegmy mid area. And then I went to the hospital. I'm not sure what Chris was doing that whole time, but he kind of is in the end game state. He went back to his house where his neighbors are missing and there's like a pit in his floor, a wormhole or something. Uh, but so I went to the documented district hospital and my arm, my demonic arm was uncontrollable by myself. It was like taking on a life of its own or another demon is controlling it. I'm not really sure. But either way, I hacksawed it off with doctor supervision. And before I passed out, I tried to get the documenters to sequester the arm, but I, I have no idea if they did that. But it's like crawling around on its own. Then oh, I'm God. down to it's one arm. should always make sure there's a doctor around uh, when you're cutting off your own arm with a hacksaw. Yeah, he helped me with the tourniquet. It was good. It worked out better than I thought. Yeah, Chris paid a child to get the horseshoe out of the phlegm for him with a rope kind of system. It was very sketchy, and trouble was certainly invited, but Chris has the other... Another horseshoe? Does he already have the jade one? I don't remember. The jade one is stashed in a safe place. He has it, but it's not with him. With him, yeah. What do they do, the horseshoes? I don't know. They kind of do different stuff. During the fight, they made, like... They made me sick, and they also made the world spin upside down. Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure if they're limited to their powers, or if they all can kind of do different stuff. That sounds cool. I hope that uh, we win. It sounds like we're all just dying, though, so... <laughs> uh, Oyster's doing we're all right. Getting, okay. What's his... What you, when you said he's, like, endgame, what does that mean? Well, he just couldn't remember any of the things he was doing. He doesn't like. He doesn't feel he has any loose ends or threads to go to. So he's kind of. Uh, I see. We joked about him jumping into the hole <laughs> to see what would happen. It sounded to me like he was considering that one pretty seriously. And yeah, I think he almost did it. But I don't know. We need to like figure out what's going on with MacArthur and stuff too. So I don't think he's quite done yet. He is happy. Yeah, he's happy. So obviously that's no good. That's when the game has to end. Can't have happy people. Yeah, no contentedness. Yeah, I don't know. You just end the game here. Seems like a good place. <laughs> Before I get crushed by the ceiling. Don't you want the opportunity to be the second ghost? No. Oh. There's already a second <laughs> ghost. It's Link Boy. Link Boy. Speaking of ghosts, the task is still out to get you, Baxter. <laughs> yeah, I'll deal with Lucille at some point. I mean, you don't have a lot of time. But he can't do anything. Isn't he just like unconscious yeah and i was gonna maybe like go after you in the tunnels but i probably will never be able to find you down there <laughs> so maybe i shouldn't do that especially because i'm beyond the tunnels i don't even i don't know where i am 
The Phasm Core, I guess. Plasm? Plasm Core. Is that near the, the cistern? Or is it just like some random part of the city still? It's just like the underworld. I don't know. Like, cause I don't know if the cistern goes down this far or goes down farther. I was looking for the cistern, but never made it. And no one wants to give me any information because they all just want to eat me. So, I don't know. Yeah, those underworld people are uh, pretty interesting folks. Yeah. Well, they were interesting folks. That's true. The demon... Wait, maybe the demon survived? I don't remember. I blew up the... <laughs> Um, do we know for sure yet? I don't know if we know. I think I think he survived. I think he explicitly survived. Axter gets a immobile MC advance. Let's give him a reputation. Low on yellow bile. <laughs> I think I have all of them except the move when a that's triggered at waxing. Yeah, except you don't have any of these reputations, it looks like. Well, I thought you gave me bullish. But that might be. You don't have bullish. I don't see it in your reputation list anyway. That's possible. Well, I thought we combined it with bull in a china shop. I don't know. Maybe that was a different case. Yeah, I thought that was different. But I don't think I've given you a move that's triggered when this humor is waxing. So I'll do that one, I guess. Whenever you open a door, it opens inward. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I could make my uh, beginning of session move also a good plan so for my gladiatorial fight I need to draw discard yellow bile and I will be at uh, yeah I will not discard so I'll advance the countdown by two and you just love those fights I keep living, so somehow they work out. <laughs> You're always getting a little bit worse. I mean, like, a little bit more injured. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and now you don't even have your arm. Like, isn't that the only reason you're able to be a gladiator? Yeah, they'll probably still let me fight, but it's definitely going to hurt my chances in there. You need to retire. To safety. Let's burn down Mag again. <laughs> That's not safety. Fly away on the airship. Where is that airship? I liked the airship. Why? How come the airship hasn't got anywhere? Because Col- Colin died. died. <laughs> Colin is the only connection to the airship. He's the only one who knows about it. That's true. It's like every time he was on his way to the airship, something horrible happened to him. Oh, I wonder. Maybe it's because of the go somewhere move. <laughs> only a little. Well, he can still tell me about it. Well, it doesn't matter if he tells me about it. I mean, what? like, the only things that ruin, that kill ghosts are interacting with the real world, right? Like, you use up your humors by interacting with the world. But if we're just ghosts, we can just fly around talking to each other and figuring things out. Like, maybe I should have been a ghost this whole time. We could have learned all the answers. <laughs> just go to the souk and just, what is it? Go learn demon language. and it can't be that bad. There's probably, like, ghost parties everywhere. But the, I guess the problem is my character doesn't know about ghosts. So you're, you're, you don't have any legs, and you're in this room full of junk, and there's some pillars and a ladder that goes up to a hatch in the ceiling, except well, I'm, that now I'm by a pillar. part of the wall and ceiling are falling down on top of you. You are by a pillar. I think that's probably true. Yeah, because it like shielded me. You, you like dove over to the 
junk and started rooting through the junk to get the grenade. So probably you're also near a pillar. There are a lot of pillars. That was, yeah, that was like, then I escape. Okay, so, but what? By surviving, because the stuff, the ceiling doesn't hit me. And then I, like, climb up the rubble. Uh, No, okay, fine. I reach out. I find a hard hat. It's a fireman's helmet. And I put that on very quickly. So you're going to have something. Well, if I have something, it's better than a fireman's helmet. Well, what are you going to try to have, then? One of those, like, you know, those mine detonation suits. That seems hard to get into. Wait, like a bomb squad suit? Yeah. Second, I, was, I was imagining like a mine, like miners. Oh. And I was having trouble oh, determining what that was. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you really have time to put a suit on. Okay, do I have time to just drink a bunch of plasm? If you want, sure. Is drinking plasm inviting trouble? Have we, do we have any like concrete? No, I don't think so. Precedent? Do we have? Do we have legal precedent? On this matter. I fed it to Udis and he was fine. Yeah. Well, that's true. I don't know if anyone else drank it is what I'm <laughs> getting at. I think that's the only... What does everyone else think? Is that inviting trouble if he drinks it? Well, I think it's going to be more like... I'm I'm assessing... I'm by this pillar. I have the bucket of plasm. Do I have time to process what's going on? Like how I mean, quickly... Is it like collapsing near where the grenade and it's the collapse is coming or just all at once and I don't have time to do much? I think the collapse is starting where the grenade was, but it's moving towards you pretty quickly. So you have a little bit of time, but not like you have time to do one thing, one quick thing. Yeah, then I definitely just have to drink this plasm. Okay. Other Yo, Colin, entities, if your ghost sent if your ghost senses, like, know what's going to happen with this plasm, you should fix this problem for me. Start CPR immediately. I don't, I don't know what you're seeing, but if this looks like I'm drinking, I don't know, something else. Didn't it make Udis grow or something? That was my prediction, but I don't think he grew that much. Didn't see any actual effects. Did he grow yeah. a little bit now? Or He did grow a little bit, didn't he? Uh, Pretty sure he yeah, grew a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I figured, but he still was like... He didn't grow very much. But he grew a small Smidge. amount. And when you look at the plasm, it looks like plasm. It'll be fine. I mean, I have nothing else to do. Is sick Colfactum doing something reckless, foolhardy, ill-conceived, or neglecting something important? But I mean, you are neglecting something important, which is that the ceiling is falling down on your head. Well, this is a direct solution to that problem. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm drinking. It's not like oh, I might die soon. Let me just finally see what this tastes like before I go. Yeah, Colin, I agree. The plasm will do whatever it does to Tote. But I also want to know if he's inviting trouble. Okay, fine. Those I mean, two I'm things are kind sure of orthogonal, I think. And just because you don't know how much to take, per se? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of limited by how quickly the ceiling falls on me. <laughs> Knocks over your bucket. I don't think you're inviting trouble. I mean, I can't say Seems I'm like that's always the... Whenever I wonder, whenever I'm like, is this inviting trouble or not? The answer is seems to be yes. It's already, yeah, it's already falling. It's not inviting. Downing a bucket of a mysterious <laughs> substance that you really don't know very much about. 
It's like the I mean, lifeblood of the universe, trouble, right? Well, it's yeah, the it's core of the healthy. planet. It's like inviting health. Didn't yeah. uh, didn't what's his face say something about it would like dissolve your flesh or something? He didn't say that. Wait, the guy who was trying to said. eat me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you may or may not trust him, and he may or may not have given you the whole story. But I feel like there's at least some cause for concern here. I mean, I have little use for. Is dissolving your flesh that bad? <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. I think you're inviting trouble. On the waxing, the trouble's on the horizon. I'm just... Oh, and okay. I don't even know what the trouble is. Okay, good. I'm waxing. You are waxing. And balance, I discarded a green, a single green, which I happen to draw. Dan, what are you doing while Sick is doing this? He's teaching the young boy about how to be a good guardian. And see, whenever there's trouble, you're supposed to step in and protect the person that you're here to protect. That's what a good guardian does. I just, but then I say, I, I mean, I'm totally grateful of that. He says, he just saved your ass like two seconds ago. You used one of your humors to like spirit talk to that guy and frighten him, right? What do you have left? I'm worried. Technically, you're not going to live like 12 seconds because you're already dead. He says, plus I am not sure I can actually help you. Just talk to the plasm. When it enters me. Maybe you can, like, control me. Whoa. I feel like we can dictate whatever happens, because plasma is miracle juice. Anyway, so, Ban, you see Thick over next to the junk, next to a pillar. He grabs the bucket of plasma, and he drinks it. Glug, glug, glug. Desperate times. And... My new strategy is to stack as many cliffhangers as possible so I live as long as possible. (laughs) It's worked for me. Yeah. (laughs) For a moment, nothing happens, and then you see him open his eyes, and you notice that just for a moment, there's a glimmer of red light. I have green eyes. Comes out of them. Then it's gone, and his eyes are just normal. Or the whole ceiling not falling thing. That's also an issue, though. Meanwhile, the ceiling is falling down on your head. Oh. Sick. Yes. You have currently five points of plasma. In your moment of desperation, you feel that you have the ability to spend two of them, and something good might happen. How do I know that I have five of them? Well, okay, you don't know you have five of them. You know that you have have a well of power within your being that you did not have before. Feels kind of tingly and kind of achy. I guess that's exactly what I expected. Sort of buzzing pain. (laughs) I will draw upon that power to bring a crowd of people to anywhere on Earth. No, what am I allowed to do with these? (laughs) Side effects? Um, So you don't have any rituals you can do right now. But in your moment of desperation, you feel like a fracture in possibility opening up in your mind. Like you've cast out randomly with some sense you didn't know you had. And it went, wait, there, there's a thing. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I seize it. Let's say you can spend any amount of plasm up to the full five points that you have. Okay. Um, but you will be performing a plasmic ritual, and therefore you will follow the performer ritual move. 
which means there will be potential side effects. And the effects that you have to buy, you don't know. I know. I've just decided, but you don't know what, what it is you're buying. Okay, I will at least tell you what I intend to buy. I don't know. So I get to say five things, basically? or You get to, to choose things? choose a number between one and five, which is the number of points of plasm you're spending. And this will activate something, but you don't know what. And the more points you spend, the more powerful it will be. Yeah, I mean, like, I am in definitely a moment of desperation, and I will draw on any strength I have. So I will assert all of my plasm points. Okay. I mean, do they appreciate in value? Maybe I should save one as an investment? Uh, well, I mean, once you spend them, they're gone. No, but do this like one turn into two tomorrow? That'd be sick. That'd Not be sick. that you know of. <laughs> I, I'm using all five. <laughs> that would be very lucky. Okay. All five. All right. So flip a coin five times. Tell me what you get. Tell me how many heads you get and how many tails. Okay, I'll say the inverted is heads and white is tails. Okay. So I got a tails, a heads, a heads, a tails, and a tails. So three tails and two heads. Okay. If this all comes out like I have net positive, can I have like a cool pair of sunglasses? <laughs> uh, hmm, maybe. I don't want people to see my demon eyes. So you're going to suffer mystic injuries with permanent physical side effects. None of that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's what happens. So the ceiling is falling down on your head. And you push out frantically with all of the power you've just absorbed. And you feel as though... Like normally if you just push on this power, nothing happens. You have to channel it, you have to focus it, you have to know what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. There are rituals involved, you have to arrange particular objects in a certain way, you have to do chants. Otherwise, you're lucky if anything happens, much less anything useful. Hmm. But you have gotten lucky. Of course. You have pushed all of this plasmic power into a particular vein of possibility. And so you feel a sort of uh, expanding wave emanate outward from your body. And it rushes outward in all directions. And in the wake of the wave, you see that the ceiling that's falling onto your head slows, comes to a stop. And everything around you is still. Oh, God. Can I move out of the way of that? block that's about to fall on my head easily i would like there's something else that happens oh you feel something materialize on your face oh yes just a pair of sunglasses oh man i'm so glad i spent my plasma on sunglasses could have been so much worse actually it's definitely horrible now yes i previously was having trouble like i had to roll behind this pillar because my legs and limbs were like not that functional no i guess just my legs were not that functional i was feeling sluggish because of the the ritual like he was trying to make me 
paralyzed so he could eat me or something. Right, that, that wore off. That wore off. Okay. But that my wore legs off as soon as you exploded his head. Haven't come back, right? Your legs have not come back. Okay. So I will endeavor to roll to a safe spot. You roll to a safe spot. Then I will everything is still still? Yes. From the safe spot, I would like to look at the demon. What is his status? He is frozen in place. Slightly stumbling backwards. Like under a block that's going to fall on his head? Okay, so I can roll over and like push him a little bit over (laughs) under a block that's about to fall on his head? Yeah, actually, I think you can do that. I mean, just clobbering a demon in the head with a block of stone hurt them a lot? I don't know, but... Probably so more than pretty weak. nothing. Yes, and then I will return to my safe place. Okay, you return to your safe place. Now what? I'll take Udis out of my pocket. Okay. See, functional. Udis is perfectly still. Interesting. That's really weird. Uh, are there any weapons around me? You can have something. There certainly was a grenade. Oh, I don't like that idea. Can I just rebalance everything? I doubt it, but... I mean, how much time do I have? I'll sit here and rebalance everything. How? By having flashbacks (laughs) and (laughs) pleasant experiences. You can have a flashback. Yeah, I guess that's the only one that actually could work here. Dang it. I thought Udis was tied to one of your rebalancing... I guess oh, yeah, you do have. Oh, he counts. It's like he counts as a player character for rebalancing yellow vial or something. Like that, yeah, right? he's an extra. Yeah, but he's also frozen, so I don't know. I guess I'll. I like this though. Can I just stay like this for a while? Can I eat a sandwich? Do you have a sandwich? Yeah. I guess you yeah. do have a sandwich. We even know that already. Yeah, you can eat a sandwich. Okay. And then when I'm done eating the sandwich, I'll. Well, has time started again? Uh, nope. Are there any airships down here? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not that you know of. Why don't I have legs? This sucks. Okay, I will attempt... Is the ladder there still? Yeah, well, I think the ladder is in imminent danger of being destroyed, but, you know, everything stopped, so it's fine. Okay, I'll go climb up the ladder. Okay. And then, <laughs> kind of hard with just your arms, but I think you can do it. Yeah, and I have less weight to lift now. I don't know. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Way to look on the bright side. Okay, cool. Now I'm upstairs on a collapsing floor, I guess. I'll pull myself to my big wheel. Okay. <laughs> can I just ride away? I'll ride away. Back to the... I don't know where I'd go. Are there any lights in the house I could take, like lanterns? I know he didn't use lights. So probably didn't. He didn't, did he, no. I should have had something downstairs. God, I'm horrible at this. Okay, well, yeah, I'll just ride off and explore everything. Okay. You explore everything. Sick. Okay, so what's down here? Well, there are a lot of ravines with plasm flowing through them. Uh, there's a whole network of them. And they're all like ravines. There's never any like easy access shore or something. 
Not that you notice. Does the plasm look like it's flowing from any direction down these ravines? Yes. Okay. I'm interested in where uh, it's Is that something you'd be able to see? Um, I don't know. I guess like after reaching a certain number of them. I don't know. Unless they're all at the same depth. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying because they're frozen. Probably yeah. not. Well, I don't <laughs> know. Maybe. Like, yeah, maybe plasm's still moving. It's not. Is there, yeah, is there, they could be like, if the ravines have a sort of river, I don't know where they're coming from, this, I don't know. Anyway, I'll come across it eventually. Are you looking for, like, the source? Basically, two things that I'm looking for, the source and a way out from the depths. But if I come across anything else that's weird or odd, like another shack or a person wandering through here. Any source of light would also be nice. So you explore for a very long time. Eventually you find... The Book of Answers. That'd be so sick. I flip the demons. What does it say? There you, you, don't, you don't find You are demons. Dang it. But you do find the source of the plasm. It's you. It's me. I am there. It's the GM. It's coming from a channel cut in very old, thick stone wall with a strange, nacreous substance mortaring the stones of the wall together. There's a deliberate channel cut down this, straight down the face of it. So they can't climb up it. It would be hard. And the plasm is frozen in the middle of its pouring, but it's pouring down from a hole in this wall. And this wall... good, let's say, 40 feet above you. So there's like a plasm waterfall? Plasm fall? Yeah. And the wall is just like... the other side of the wall. Monolithic? I mean, not sorry, it's not monolithic because it has this glued together, but like, is it just like a wide wall in front of me? What's on either end of the wall? Sort of bulging out from the natural cave wall. Like sort of like the backside of the cistern of souk sort of shape? It could be. Or the front side? (laughs) Great. Okay. Great. All of everything is coming into shape now. Okay. Did I find any way out? Do you keep exploring? Well, is there any any door or anything in this wall? Doesn't look like it now. There's a hole. A hole. Plasm is coming out of the hole. Well, that's like 40 feet up. That too, yeah. And the hole, is it like a deliberate hole or does it look like it's a crack or something? This all looks deliberate. Um, in fact, there are bars of the hole. Huh. Plasm is pouring around. They're made of demon brass. To prevent people from getting in or people from. I will then explore the rest of everything. I don't come across any water, right? It's all plasma? It's all plasma. You come across something that's sticking out of the ground and that goes straight up to the ceiling. Hmm. Is it metallic? It is metallic. It's copper. It is a copper pipe. Well, I'll put my ear to it. Do I hear anything? I mean, you wouldn't. Fool to the touch. Ugh, it's weird. I'll wrap it with my knuckle. 
the sound it makes is kind of weird. Like it starts to make a sound and then the sound suddenly stops. Whether that has anything to do with the pipe or with the fact that everything else has stopped. Okay. Maybe not entirely yeah. clear. That makes sense. Um, and it goes down into the ground. Yeah. Oh, so is the water even lower than the plasma? Maybe, if this is indeed water. Okay. That's good to know. Maybe. I don't know. Who built this? Um, I guess because everything's broken, or time has stopped. Can I pierce this somehow? I don't know. Can you? Probably. Ow. A saw. I'll go get a hacksaw. Okay. Just cut, like, a section. <laughs> Does this disturb all of the water to Magrigan? I don't know. We'll find out. I will just, like, cut two lines through it, horizontal lines, so, like, a disc of pipe is, is cut okay. free. Like, basically cut through the middle twice. You don't even have to have something, because we already know he has a sauce, because he used it to cut your legs off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a little segment of water. Pipe. Well, so I, I guess what happens is this. You saw through the pipe, and then you pull you pull the section of copper tube out, and water, like, comes with it. So there's water inside the copper tube. Yeah. Can I taste it? Yeah. Is taste, it the water? Uh, like, really good? Yeah, it's really good. I ruined everything. <laughs> okay, I will slide my pipe piece back in. <laughs> pretend like, pretend like <laughs> it's just normal. I don't know. Hopefully it'll be fine. I will, uh, that's good. I will come back maybe in a few years and deal with that. Meanwhile, I will continue to explore everything. Do you find anything else of note? Where was the demon living? Oh, maybe he's probably just wandering around. You don't see any sign of like the demon house. What my, do I come across my flag? Be kind of uh, nice. Didn't you already come across your flag? I don't remember. I'm sure you probably. can find it. I don't know what I would do with it. I'd, I'd like to fix it to my big wheel so it like is there. Awesome. And there's no way out, or is there? Wait, I have a crazy idea. Could I climb the plasma fall? You could try, but when you touched the water, it flowed around you. Like you couldn't like climb the water. Like if like and it turned back able, into You were water? able to drink it. And you stuck your tongue into it. You so, like, if I touch the plasm, it'll probably, like, flow, continue flowing until it goes away from me or something. Yeah. I see. Maybe that's okay. What if I touch it with, like, a long pole? Like the spear that I have on my flag. Do you try that? Yeah. Okay. As soon as the pole touches the water, there are sparks. Well. <laughs> of... A brilliant magenta. And when you pull it back, the end of the pole is kind of shriveled. That doesn't seem healthy. I don't know. That's weird. Do other objects, like if I touch it with a stick or something, does it also do that? Um, Do you try to touch it with like a bunch of different stuff? Yeah. I think every single thing you touch it with is a little different. They all, some of them shrivel, some of them melt. Okay, I will take a Some very long time. Kind of charred and blackened. You know. Study and rest- <laughs> record all of this interaction. Okay. 
that I can make sense of plasmic rituals. And then after that, I would like to do a plasmic ritual that will <laughs> turn, I don't know, candlesticks into jetpack, and then I'll fly <laughs> up to the top of this whole plasm hole. That sounds like a lovely notion, but how are you going to do a plasmic ritual that does that? Because when I, when I put the candle into the plasm, it like shot out kind of like a, like a jet of air. So you're going to invent a jetpack out of candles and plasm. Yeah. Okay. There's like a bazillion things I would like to do with this time. One is to dissect the demon. And also I'd like to touch the demon to the plasm. Like I just cut off his finger or something and then touch that to the plasm with a long pole. I mean, that's all kind of stuff I would do when like, I'm taking a break from making my candlestick jetpack. If you want to make this candlestick jetpack, I think you're starting an enterprise. Oh, yeah. I'm down. I want it to be really good. Then I'll never have to have legs again. I can just float around in my candlestick jetpack. Make arrangements and besides end goals. And then... Yeah, the end goal is definitely to have like a super sick candlestick plasm jetpack. It'll be like a reservoir of plasm that runs down to touch the end of the candlesticks. And so, like a refilling hose. Then it needs to find something that can hold the plasm without being destroyed by it. Oh, right. Demon bone? My go-to. That's my first. You can need to find... You can need to have um, material or the harness. You need to have an understanding of aerodynamics. Okay. You're going to need an awful lot of candlesticks. I figure you will probably go through a lot of them in test. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need either a safe place to do practice flights or a tolerance for becoming extremely bruised, if not worse. Okay. This all seems reasonable. Can I just accomplish it with all my time? No, won't be that simple. Dang, that was close. But you do have currently sufficient downtime and opportunity to advance this project. So you can go ahead and make the further an enterprise move right now. If you, oh, I have to tell you how many boxes. Yeah. I'm going to say five. Oh my god. I think this is a pretty hard project. Pretty big hard project. Hey, maybe I should have thought of a simpler idea. I will draw a discard. Yellow pile, I say the work progresses well. Lower and no discard. Oh, and you need food and water. I mean, my sandwiches don't last forever. Figure, probably, well, water, yeah, I'll just, just, can I suck it out of that? Probably not. What happens when I touch the pipe with a really long pole? Probably nothing. Okay. Well, I don't know how to answer that. Wait, so should I do the further and enterprise thing, or do I need to figure out other things? Uh, yeah, you can do it. You sh- can do it if that's what you're going to do. I'd like to do that, yeah. Say what part of it you're working on, I guess. So my plan for the reservoir of plasm is... Well, this is my theory, and it will quickly become evident. Can I fill like the stomach of this demon with plasm and then use that as like the reservoir? So you're going to attempt to harvest supplies from the demon. Yeah. Your current. Okay. I didn't make the move. Well, I guess the first step is verify 
how the demon interacts with. So I gotta cut off his finger and like touch it to the plasm and see what happens. Okay. I am not good at this. So I can only be a balance, so I guess I seed initiative for furthering this enterprise. Alrighty. You're trying to cut off the demon's finger. What are you using yeah. to do this, by the way? My saw. Just the saw? Okay. It's proving to be very difficult. You're sawing, and you're sawing, and it doesn't seem like you are making an impact. And all of a sudden, just as you're ready to give up, you feel like a change in the texture of the way the knife is cutting. Like you've just finally crossed some barrier. You slice oh. into the demon's flesh, and all of a sudden you hear an agonized sort of snarl, and the demon jumps backward away from you. What? I hope he jumps ten feet away from me. He only jumps seven and a half feet away from you. Tough luck. But the ceiling is still frozen? <laughs> Everything else is still frozen. Oh. Hello. Sick. Uh, hello, hello. I don't even remember how this goes. <laughs> I've been just traveling around under here for like years. Might I have your finger? The demon says, uh, Breach! This is a breach! Your well, humors! All your humors! All your humors. No, all the humors were given to you as part of the contract. If the contract is null and void, then, then you don't get my humors. He starts stumbling towards you. Wait, just hold on a second, because time has stopped and everything is... Like, does... Did I actually breach it if time has stopped? Did I do anything? I mean, technically, I'm still laying over there behind that pillar. Not an argument that will... So you're charging Remotely you. work. <laughs> Does that count as seducer manipulate? Not really. I don't think it's working. I think the demon is still coming towards you. Well, I will have... He may some... be past the point of reason. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't have a lot. I didn't... Well, I don't know. Can I have... Yeah, I have something. I have a revolver, and I shoot him in the face. So you're going to have something? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. The, the idea is like... I will have prepared myself pretty well on all this time. That sounds reasonable. Although, so would you bother to arm yourself if you didn't think? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, like, I would have been ready, <laughs> ready for time it's to okay. start. okay. You can have something. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even, probably doesn't matter. It's reasonable. It's reasonable enough. Oh, I did draw green. What happens on a waxing? You helpful? get something that might suffice. Okay. It's worth the risk. I'll have something that might suffice. You did not find a revolver. You found one of those taser guns. Oh, nice. All right. I'll definitely fire that at the heart of the approaching demon. Okay. I don't think they have hearts. I don't know. They're definitely the chest. Aim for the shoulder. You were shooting this guy with a taser. Yeah. So... You're not really attacking an enemy because this isn't this doesn't have the ability to like kill him. But are you roughing someone up? Can't fight back. Can he fight back? Normally we'd say yes, a demon would be able to fight back under these circumstances. Really? This is a very weak demon though. Kinda like rough someone. Okay. 
hell and gross Okay. Circumstances that seem reasonable to everyone. Yeah, it's like a non-lethal problem. No, it isn't really. It's I think nationally you should be kind of like bullying them. Yeah. I want to stop him from hurting me. I mean, that's I don't know. That seems like a something that's got to be in here. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and rough him up. Well, we'll say this: you can rough him up. But I mean, I'm just gonna pick like one blood. That's the thing you're willing to do then. I'm unwilling to kill him. Should be willing and able. Okay. Maybe that's why he's not really at your mercy. So maybe that's why you can't rough him up. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I want to incapacitate him. Maybe you are attacking an enemy. I'm defending myself. There's a move that explicitly says when you risk injury to defend someone or something other than yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help. Okay, um, how about attack something? Attack an enemy. I think you have to attack an enemy. I think that's the only move that covers this. Or it's not covered by the move. Oh, but he's a it's demon, so you can't like win. God dang it. Well, you can win. Just no, but I, I'll die. <laughs> no. Okay. You could die. You attack a demon, you could die. That is always on the table when you attack a demon. So Plasm should understand that I didn't breach the contract. Maybe I did breach the contract, though. I mean... Well, you definitely did come within 10 feet. Also, you tried to cut off his finger. Yeah, that wasn't... I don't know. Like, all of the details of the contract are not specified, but I think it's fair to presume that cutting off someone's finger could very well be a breach of contract. That's explicitly allowed. (laughs) Okay, sure. I will spend two. That's how okay. much I'm allowed to spend, right? I mean, because um, I'm unbalanced. Like, yeah. Must be it. No. Okay, so two. You can run yourself all the way down to dry. I shall. All right, and I think you actually do also have the advantage here. Range weapon? Yeah. Um, so the demon is going to be the dark dice or the yellow die. Okay. So adds 1d4 I plus 3. three. And he gets 2d4. That's not so odds. bad. I'm above even odds. Yeah, you're in actually not terrible shape, but he might kill you. Oh, yeah. Very easily kill you. But he might not. See if the dice are merciful. Are you ready? Are you sure you want to commit to this? Yeah, because if I succeed, I get his finger and then I have a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> that is not necessarily what happens if you succeed. Yeah, wait, what is your, what is your intent? Did you already say that? To incapacitate him. That's okay. Yeah, that's right. If you do roll a mortal wound, does it count as a mortal injury even though it's not really clear how you're going to mortally injure him? Like, you're fighting him with a taser that doesn't feel like it should count as a mortal wound. You could, like, hit him in the eyes and blind him. Oh, yeah, wait, they're already blind. That (laughs) wouldn't be mortal anyway. Maybe they have, like, very little experience electricity because... Yeah, they're weak to it. All they've had is, like, static on their blanket when they go to sleep. Is there lightning in Magrican? These are all great questions. <laughs> <laughs> These are the sort of questions that I've been trying to find the answers to in my years of traveling underground. <laughs> it hasn't been years. How many times have I yeah, had to shave? Wow, what a question. I don't think it's all been right. more than, like, a week yet. Oh, that reasonable. How long would it take to walk on foot across? Oh, don't give away too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. We know basically how big Magbergen is. No, but, uh, 
And I'm I, not saying that's I imagine how long you've been traveling. That's like, like a years of, of me exploring plasmic rituals by touching random things to plasma and combinations of things. So you've been monkeying around down here for years, and you're only just not getting around to cutting this demon's finger off. Yeah. I mean, probably, no, you're right. I would, I would have tried, like, I would have stuck everything in there and then been like, what about demon? But so, we'll say, demon like, thought really came when I was thinking about containing a bunch of plasma. One Wait. or two weeks of traveling, one or two weeks of, like, experimenting with plasma. Yeah. That seems more now like a bar. I just realized something. What? I don't need, I don't need this demon. Okay, whatever. I will. Continue. Yes, let's kill him. It's been a month. I haven't shaved. I'll keep my month-long facial hair. Okay. Okay. Can you do him a mortal injury? That is the question that we were on, though. Yeah. I don't know if you can. I think if you get six plus... No, but like I know about his weakness. His shoulder weakness. True. Well, I don't actually know if that would kill him. It's also true. Yeah, that's what my character thinks. Maybe that's where the demon heart is, and you can just zap it off. Cook him. Should we just play it by the book, so to speak? I feel like if you have special like, rules when you're fighting you're someone, demons, there's not there's not like a, a a one in six chance of dealing a mortal injury anyway. No matter what you're doing, that's already an abstraction. So. Conceivably, it's possible you could get really lucky and kill him with a taser. I guess. He's like standing in a puddle or something. Well, I envision him more like maybe I like knock him unconscious or something and then just bludgeon his head in. Oh, that's fair. That's probably what I would do. Okay. I like that. I'm good now. We can we can proceed. Okay. So, you're the yellow die. He is the two dark dice. If he gets a six or higher, bye, bye, he will bye. kill you. But you get a plus three to your roll. Not that that has any bearing on his ability to kill you. You need, like, tonal dice so that you can tonal tell what the sound is, like, by the sound of the numbers. Let's invent them. It's like a speaker that says six. <laughs> One. What are the odds of rolling six or higher on 2d4? Good. Yeah, they're not bad. I think they're better, like... Your chance of surviving is better than even, but not a lot better. Yeah. Right? That seems about right. All right, I'm rolling. Here we go. Oh, lucky you. Oh, yeah. Wow, very lucky you. Well, I guess it's all relative. Um, He does not get a six. He rolled a four and a one. So uh, he does not get a six. Like, I mean, I already have debilitating injuries, so just... <laughs> Roll with it. Um, and you get a three plus your extra three for a total of six. Oh, hell yeah. Demon Slayer. Number two, right? I think this is second demon killed. So go ahead and tell us how you kill him with the taser. I hit him in the shoulder area with the taser shot. What would happen? You just goes nuts and then collapses and then I take his hand and I choke him with his own hand do they breathe? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out 
Well, it's not like that's going to make you stronger or something. It's just so cool. Okay. It's like the ultimate stop hitting yourself. Well, you did get a 6 plus, so sure, we'll go with it. Yes. Um, and another RPG where I choke things. <laughs> but you also take a debilitating injury. What is your debilitating injury? Let's see. My sunglasses break. <laughs> <laughs> I have no style anymore. No. Your sunglasses break and the shards dig into your eye. Hmm. Is that true? Oh, we could actually go with that. No, because that, then I lose two things: eyes and sunglasses. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I'll be. I'll go with that. Is it one eye or two? Let's have um, a look. <laughs> <laughs> would it be so? It'd be questions. so cool if you were blind. <laughs> if I had no legs. If I had no legs, I have no legs, Dallas. You taser him, and then you slowly crawl over to him with your arms. I have to keep remembering that you're not like well, standing. <laughs> it's hard. Okay, here's what I think happens. Actually. Is lunging towards you. Oh, that's kind of nasty, though. That's okay. Nasty is good. I like nasty. Yeah. This is the price of killing a demon. Is something nasty happens to you. It's he like, lunges towards yeah. you in his mad spasms. And as he collapses forward, he swings his right arm out in a weird jerky motion. And his claws go across your throat. Oh, God. You take a debilitating throat injury. No, it. So instead of taking my sight, you take my ability to speak. Is that yeah. what's going on? God damn it! Why? Uh, okay, I like that better though. I guess I prefer to be able to see. Okay, I'll wear like an ascot or something to keep the blood in. That's wonderful. All right, so we—it's high time we switch to someone else. That seems like a good moment to do it. Yeah. Do I get a cliffhanger point? Sure. Record it in the cliffhanger point section of your character sheet. I'll just code this module. Along with the others. Uh, Okay, so who do we switch to? I I want to switch to Bayon, but we have this really awkward thing that, unfortunately, I have created. Where, yeah. What if, like, as I attacked the demon, I brushed through Bayon, which brought him back to life? No. I don't know if that's how this works. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. I should have made getting out of this place really, really easy for you. Only yourself to blame. Oh, well. Well, uh, I did find one solution. Wait, that will make everything happen faster, which is that the reservoir I will use is not a demon stomach. It's just the bucket that seems to be able to hold plasma without doing anything weird. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. Um... Okay, so. Jeez, um, I really want to switch to Pan. I don't want to, like, because clearly we're not going to reach the end of the sick, frozen in time situation by the end of the session. And I don't want to make Colin not be able to do anything for the session. But I feel like there's pretty better than even odds that you're going to totally transform this place. Mm. 
Unless everything's just a hallucination. I don't realize yet. It's been a flashback the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yo, give me those humors. Ben, he sick crushed under a pile of falling rubble, but in his dying breaths, he undergoes a strange fantasy in which... Uh... No. Oh. Um, well, let's switch to Baxter for now and worry about this problem later. Uh, so Baxter, where were you? I am in the documented district hospital. I can have a conversation with the boy. Well, the problem is like the timeline. Yeah. It would seem to be the case that anything sick does will, from your perspective, all take effect at once. I guess you could have a conversation with the boy while the grenade is going off. That seems like it's not going to be a very long conversation, though. You could convince the boy to look after Toe while he leaves to yeah join the other dying party members. <laughs> I guess that's true. He says the conversation will be short, and I think it might be the same whatever happens. Well, okay. Should we do that now, or should we save it? I guess we should do it now, or maybe it won't ever happen. should always do things now. I think that's good advice. Uh, Hello. I have a very so important job. I think you're ready for it. Okay. He says, what is it? I need you to go to 562 Walbrick Way, apartment 21 in the fourth quadrant. Is that your place, or Baxter's place, or... Wait till you see a shrimpy man with pompous air. Ah, so Oyster's place. No, I'm not shrimpy or pompous. <laughs> it's called Oyster by the Pond. <laughs> Confirmed. Bring him here. Interesting. Oh, I like that. Yes, thank God. And bring him extra pair of legs. Chris is going to have to Are save you everyone. Up to it? That seems uh-huh. really unlikely. <laughs> What's gonna happen is Chris is gonna ignore this annoying ghost. <laughs> Stop bothering me when I'm cooking dinner. Or maybe the ghost can take over MacArthur and lead him. Hey, hey, hey now. That's a good idea. That's, <laughs> that is the way to get the oyster python. Pigs yeah. do great underground. He says, uh, Will you come with me? Scary. I'll say it's scary. You have to go somewhere. Remember, you are strong now. Guardian has nothing to fear but the death of his charge. I must stay and watch over sick, and you must bring Oyster. He says, I send comforting vibes. Okay, yeah. The boy says, uh... But... But I think... I have... Another duty. I have to guide my charge... To his death. Ben is silent for a long time, he says. While the grenade is going off, he looks thoughtfully into the distance. Death is the one great certainty. Truly, we guard not the man, but the mission. In the end, we lead to death. It is our task to make it a great death. He's looking at you wide-eyed while you say all this. Of a great man has done much for the mission. He says, Oh, I, I think I understand. But... If I leave, I, I can't. Mysteries of the Guardians are deep, and we have eternity to explore them. I will protect this man. You are meant to lead Oyster here. You carry the light. He says, but if I go, well, 
you guide my charge to his death for me, I will guide towards his death. Hey, what is being... I don't want to be guided towards death. <laughs> A great death. He says, you promise? I will make sure he does not die before you return. You can count on me. I give my word as a guardian. Is that good enough for him? He says, thank you. And then he flies away. Ian says he spends the next few hours working on the guardian's philosophy. So Baxter, where were you? You were in the hospital. You just cut your arm off. Did anything else happen there? Or is that where? Yeah, I yelled some incoherent things and passed out while the arm ran out the door. Or crawled out the door. Slinked. You wake up. In a hospital bed. With one arm. That's in a cast. Oh yeah, that's right. You broke your other arm. The armor's gladiator, yeah. Royally screwed it up. So you've got one arm that's missing and one arm that's still there, just not functional. What is wrong with the limbs in this campaign? <laughs> yeah, y'all. I know. <laughs> Colin started it all. I blame Dan for breaking his leg. Yeah, it was a bad of us have start. The to keep our limbs. Oyster, not for long. You have to come rescue me. <laughs> <laughs> Am I in the same room I was in before? Yeah. Uh, is there anyone around? Yeah. I'd like to call over uh, one of the orderlies or nurses. The person who's around is not a nurse or an orderly, though. Is it another patient? It's not another patient. Now ask me if it's the floating head of Elitas. I was gonna, I didn't want to ask that because I didn't want it to be that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's better than Ban's mom. Ban and Sigma. <laughs> I guess it could be. Uh, so the floating head of Elitas is hovering in midair over your cot, glaring down at you silently. I say I much prefer this to the shrieking. I'll get on with it. I sit up. Okay. Your arm does not feel very good. It feels very bad. Your other arm does not feel. Well, that's good, because I don't have it. Actually, never mind. Just kidding. You've got phantom limb problems up no. to the zoo. Anyway. <laughs> uh, am I hooked up to an uh, IV? Uh, is that the kind of technology they have in the documentary district? How old are IVs? They're kind of old. It's not good. Intravenous therapy was further developed in the 1930s, but was not widely available until the 1950s. No. Even though it was developed... Right. That makes sense. It would have been leeches for me. Leeches for drawing out the bad blood. Your problem isn't an, an excess of blood. Your problem is the other problem. Um, actually, I don't know. What are you? What are, what are your humors at? Uh, I'm mostly balanced, except blood is waxing and yellow bile is waning. So you do have an excess of blood, technically, mechanically. Um, I don't know if there are leeches, though. Here's what you have. You have needles sticking out of your body. Or like acupuncture? Side? I think there are two in your temples, and there are three unevenly across your chest, and there are five in your left thigh and one in your right knee. They have ivory heads. Like walrus ivory? Yeah, I hope it's not elephants. That's unethical. Yeah, I'd start pulling them out, and I'd, yeah, jump out of bed and get my clothes and armor back on, my helmet. How, how do you pull them out? 
<laughs> Your feet? I Got guess, yeah, I can't move my arm very high. I pull the ones out, like, on my... Like, as I'm sitting up, the ones from my thigh, kind of, like, catch them. You can probably reach your thigh, and you can probably pull out the ones on your chest. But the one in your knee and the ones in your temples are uh, currently beyond your ability to get at. Uh, I guess I'll wander out into the hall and get assistance. Okay. The floating head of Elitas follows you. Is there, like, a night desk? So, yeah, you go. you can go to the night desk. There's a man behind it with a very flat hat on and several documenters. Sort of bend over towards him and inquire about the the demon arm and if he could remove these needles. He says, oh, demon arm, you, you, what are you doing up? You need to rest. You should go back to bed. What day is it? How long was I out? He says, uh, uh, what is your name? Let me check the records. I am Sick Cofactum's personal bodyguard, and I'm on urgent business. He is missing. He says, all right, but what is your name? Look for B. Crixus. Pulls out your record from a sheaf of files. Uh, One of the documenters makes a note of the note he's reading. He says, uh, ah, yes, Baxter Crixus. Yes, you were very severely injured, as any fool could see from looking at you. And you've only been in the hospital for a few hours, and you need to go back and get some rest. It's a long road to recovery ahead of you. Yes, and what of the demon arm? What happened to that? Was it sequestered like I hoped? Says, ah, demon arm. I'm, I'm looking at this record, but all it says is that your arm was amputated, and your other arm was put in the cast. I don't see any, don't see any space here for a, a demon arm. Have the documenters from the incident been able to file their reports? He says, oh, buddy, I just came on shift. I don't really know what's been happening to you. All I know is that you need to get back to bed. Please, for the sake of your own health. Well, I appreciate the professionalism, and it's been noted. I will return to my room. Uh, But instead of going back, I want to wander the halls and look for a nurse. All right. So it won't be hard to find a nurse, but you have to realize that the nurses will probably also want you to go back to bed and rest. But you certainly can go talk to a nurse. It's conceivably possible that if they feel it's correct and necessary, that they will try to get somebody to take you back to bed by force. Uh, I want to look around for patients who are awake. Okay. Are you looking for any particular kind of patient? Not you the want to... start raving mad kind. Do <laughs> you want to call in a favor? Well, I also want to look for this Leamps character that Ban told me about. He's probably, oh, yeah. probably long gone, but I also kind of want to see if I can find any documented records just lying around. Probably not. Okay. Um, so how are you going to find him and or records? Uh, I want to look for, like, if there's a file on the door or if I have to go in the room and check the bed, or if there's like a cabinet with the documentation of the illnesses and medical history and all that. Well, what are you what are you doing first? Sounds like a few things. I'll look for Leems first. Okay. And where are you going to look for him first? Or how are you going to look for him? Or what are you going to do? I guess I want to find another like night station 
but hopefully without people, and then I can see if there's a manifesto of patience. Okay. So you look around a bit, and it looks like for this wing of the hospital, there's only the one station. So you're going to have to either wait for him to leave or distract him or get on his good side or deal with him somehow. Oh, this Leem's guy is probably a dead end. I don't even remember what he did to Ban. He might be one of the monkey guys. Ah, man. Maybe a bell dude. I guess uh, I'll, like, start surreptitiously checking every room I encounter. Okay. And these doors probably have, like, push handles and not hard to turn knobs and whatnot. (laughs) We can say you open them somehow. Um, They don't have knobs. So you're just, like, looking in the room and seeing who's in there, or what? Yeah, I want to, like, try and find their name on a piece of documentation. Okay. Oh, you know what you're doing? Going somewhere? No, I think you're intruding somewhere. (laughs) Intruding. Well... Because the nurses don't want you wandering around in the hallways. They definitely don't want you invading the other patient's privacy, and they really expect you to be back in bed. So I think you're intruding somewhere. But I give them permission. <laughs> <laughs> I have a license to kill six, in the documented district, don't you know? Six uh, will echoes across time and space. No, it, it doesn't actually do that. Yet, anyway, I don't know. Okay. Well, that, that's better for me. I have more yellow bile. When you try to intrude somewhere, you're not welcome, allowed, or expected. Draw, discard, yellow bile. But unfortunately, I'm at waning. So I'll see the old initiative. Is this the right guy, even? Oh, man. Who is this guy? Like, What was what, what was the, the deal with him? Was he was he getting in, uh... carted into the hospital as Ban was coming out of it. I can't remember what he did with Ban. He was apparently involved in wrecking the humor bath, as I recall, as well as attacking Dan. Seed initiative? All right, here's what happens. You are sneaking around through the hospital, followed by the floating head of Ulitas, and you find a door, and the door has a name on it. And the name is Felbim Leaps. Uh, yeah, I do stealthily enter his room. As soon as you open the door, you see that this is not the room of a patient. This is an office. There is a bookshelf with a large number of books, and there is a desk, and there is a man Looks to be in his mid-50s, sitting behind the desk, leaning back in his chair, eyes closed, apparently asleep. Does he have a name tag on or anything? No. But he's wearing a doctor coat. Hmm. He doesn't have a bed in here, he's just asleep at his desk? Yeah. Is there anything interesting or of note on on his desk? Not really. So, I mean, is there anything in particular you're looking for? Mm, something that would relate back to Ban. Hmm. So criminal stuff, I yeah. I don't think he has anything like that lying on the desk. And it's just like a regular doctor's office, books, diplomas on the wall? Yeah, basically. Uh, could I tip one of the bookshelves over? Whoa. 
Yeah. Uh, like, onto him, or what's the plan? Yeah, I want to, like, maybe, I guess, rough him up with the bookshelf. And try wow, to... okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, that is so. rough. Isn't All right. Second sure, you can do time, that. Right? Didn't Colin uh, is it? That does kind of ring a bell. Against, like, in a flashback, I think. Oh, yeah, the guy in the flooded district, or the swamp district, rather. That was why uh, Dr. Luther had a grudge against Ban. Well, if Colin's already done it, then in that case, <laughs> I'll just I'll go through his desk, do like a little more thorough <laughs> search, and then I'll leave. Okay, so you're not going to rough him up? No. I think that going through the desk of a sleeping person while they are sleeping in the room right next to you is inviting trouble. The crowd favorite. Popular move. The invitational special. Okay, I will go to... Yeah, I guess I'll do waxing and discard one green. Trouble on the horizon. As you are going through the desk, you hear the sound of distant footsteps approaching down the hall. So, now what are you looking for? Anything incriminating or debaucherous, I don't know debilitating to his character. You find a sick in the documented district. What characterizes a bad doctor? Like what would be something scandalous for a doctor to do? Have. Hmm. To have? Yeah, maybe. Maybe like a pair of illicit lenses. That like oh, they can wow. look into the documentary and see things they're not supposed to see. Secrets about people. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Baxter, that is what you find. You find a set of lenses. That, like, would it be obvious, though, if you found a set of lenses, whether or not they were lenses the doctor was supposed to have? Can you tell what doctor lenses look like? I think you, like, all, like, official lenses are marked in some way. So he'd have, he, maybe he could just see that the seal is obviously... Like bad. Um, There's like a little marking. Okay. Well, I think actually what these lenses have is or no... Or like the materials, obviously. There's like official lens material that's like glass, and all of the not approved lenses, they don't have access to that material, so they may have something that's like yellow or something. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, so these are some yellow glass lenses. Clearly, these are unofficial contraband uh, I will swipe them and look for a place to hide or just, like, hide behind the door. All right. You hide behind the door. The footsteps come and go. They walk right past. Actually, you know what? No, they don't. They don't quite walk past the office. They stop and thoughtfully shut the door. You don't even see who it is. Probably just some nurse. And then they keep going. The problem is that the sound of the door shutting makes the person in the office with you stir in their sleep. Might be about to wake up. I hold my breath (laughs) and stay perfectly still. (laughs) You're just going to stand there? Is there like a shadowy corner? Um, I mean, it's not a very big office, but sure, I guess. I guess I'll, I'll, like... I guess you could like uh, crouch down slightly. You could size up danger 
if you want to know where the best place to hide is, that is a good way to do it. Uh, I'm more focused on being silent, and I want to like okay. creep creep to the door and get up to the handle and get ready to cheese it. Okay. He stretches with his eyes closed, starts to sit up, brings his fist up to his eyes to rub them. If you're going to cheese it, it's now or never. I plead with Ela. Distract him for one moment, and I will be on my way to Lucille's for the final showdown. Ela stares at you while you say this. She continues glaring at you with a big scowl on her lips. I hear, uh, what the? Who the heck are you? I'm a friend of Dr. Luther's, and then I <laughs> run out of the room. Okay. I don't even know Dr. Luther, so that don't, I don't think that works. I don't know. I just, yeah, yell you met something. Him. Didn't you meet him, or, like... I don't... Uh, you man. guys were all... That was one of the few times you've all been together in the same place, was in the vicinity of the Hebrew bath after, or at least three out of four, I don't remember. Maybe I did meet him. He could have been at Amadeus' party or something. Or yeah, was you he were dead there. before that? He was dead, but didn't I call you? Remember I, like, sent for you and you came and helped us move the body? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was, like, the the party, the night before the party, right? That might be right, yeah. You say you're a friend of Luther's, of Dr. Luther's? Yeah, and then I fling open the door and run back to my room. Okay. Oyster. Yeah. Just what you do. So where were you? Wait, you have a big... Oh, Nalad, how is my cosmic mustache growing in? The ends of it are long, curling tendrils that reach down to your chin. And you can feel them twitch and, and sort of... I don't want to use the word writhe. That's a little extreme. They, uh, you know, they just sort of uh, they twist and curl to themselves on the sides of your face. Fair enough. So where were you? You just threw a rug over the weird hole. Yeah. Oh, there. No, first I dumped, like, all my trash in it. Oh, yeah. And then you threw a rug over it. Yeah. And then what? Then take a bath. I feel like I took a bath. I read those before. I, I don't know if you did take a bath, but you can take yeah. a bath. I have to do that if nothing else happens. <laughs> so you're going to do? Wait, is that rebalance re- something? I think I took a, had a relaxing bath earlier and it rebalanced something. Uh, yeah, that's true. When you spend a quiet... Oh, yeah. What's the in- thing where, like, all your, all your humors are really high and you're going to be hunted for your... I, that's probably oh. when your humors are high, the demons are very interested in you. Yeah, they are. The right, the right thing to do under those circumstances is to get one of those uh, player advances, in my opinion. Yeah, but you were maybe going to take a bath. I don't know, Alex. <laughs> yeah, we I was in my, I was in my, I was in the house. I was trying to deal with the fact that my downstairs neighbors had mostly disappeared. Oh yeah, uh, so 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 I check on the status of my the the void in my floor. The one that you just put a rug over like three seconds ago. Yes, it hasn't changed. Has <laughs> yeah, it the hasn't rug changed. Still there? <laughs> the rug does the is rug, still. Does the rug sink into it? Is are it you just empty space, or does going it like to push the rug into it? No, just lay to the ground. Okay. Yeah, no, it just lies across the top of it. Okay. What does your mustache think of the hole? Valid. <laughs> Uh, your mustache has not yet developed the ability to communicate its thoughts to you. Well, there's a project. 
Now, are there any unusually sentient barbers around? Might know a thing about cosmic mustaches. A cosmic barber. Guys, I feel I'm like a little what, stuck what up on... Python does has yeah, nothing to do with what anyone else does. <laughs> I feel a little stuck on, on unusually sentient barber because aren't, aren't they usually sentient? I'm usually sentient, so they might be. These might be more sentient than your typical barber. I've met some okay, okay, not that sentient barbers. I think. Fair enough. I don't mean to demean the profession, but the last guy did not listen to me at all. So you're just standing around in your apartment, or are you gonna like go take a bath, or are you gonna go visit? I don't know. Maybe you want to go visit a barber. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, what I'll, doing? I'll be standing there. And if you want something to happen, that would be an okay. adequate time for it. Otherwise, That's I'll fair. probably do one of those two things. <laughs> Maybe both. If you were going to do one of those two things, what would it be? I'd probably do bath first, then barber, or barber first, then bath. I don't know. Uh... Okay. Can we say you're in the bath? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you could totally okay. combine them. I'll you know how barbers go. give shampoos? Yeah. Go get a bath at the barber. Yeah. You'd have to convince the barber to let you go into his sink. Aromatherapy in, in my in my apartment. Okay, so you're lying there relaxing in the bath. It's um, lovely, let me tell you. That's when the light appears. The light. Yes, floating torchlight. What is it the light? Like? In midair, in the middle of your bathroom, right above the bath. Actually, it's right above. It's gonna be very easy to role play oysters, not knowing what's going on, because I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Okay. Um, does it? Does it? Well, obviously, yellow light as if from a torch. I flick some water at it. Uh, the water goes right through. I start yelling at my downstairs neighbors. What have they done? There's no answer. Of course there wouldn't. Does it just chill? It just appeared out of nowhere. It just popped into existence, and then and then. Yeah. I was and just then, hovering in midair over your bath. And then it continues to hover. For the moment, yes tentatively poke it with something that's not water, like a stick or whatever I have lying around. Don't make me roll have some thing. <laughs> a spoon or something. Sure, I'm sure you have something pokey in your bathroom. I don't know <laughs> a spoon, spoon in your bathroom. Bath. <laughs> I guess. I wouldn't totally put it past you, but... <laughs> I don't get the feeling oysters apartment is particularly neat or organized. Uh, yeah. I sort of presume there's spoons That's in every, like there's spoons and bottles and random crap everywhere. You never know when you want to take I can't a, picture him cleaning. Take a bath and eat some soup. That actually sounds good. That's nice. probably what happens, yep. It's good soup. Oh, it's good soup. If you can eat it without spilling it into the bath. It just makes it all uh, I guess I don't know. It depends on what you're into. Anyway, uh, what happens when I poke it with my bath spoon? Uh, you poke it with your bath spoon and the bath spoon goes right through. And it doesn't do anything. I poke it with my finger very carefully. Well, that's boring. I go for the crash my bath. Um, all right, I go get dressed and go bang on my downstairs neighbor's door. Okay. Um, the light follows you around as you're getting dressed and as you're going out the door. And as I soon as you, what do you want? I ask the light, what does it want? Ah. It does a little loop around your head, and then it... Are you standing on your front porch? Oh, uh, sure. Why not? So it does a little loop around your head, and then it uh, goes down the steps and out into the street. And then it seems to sort of wait there impatiently. 
I follow the light. Maybe it'll lead you to a barber. You never oh, know. man. That would be a good viral marketing campaign. Okay. Unless now that it leads me somewhere unfortunate and scary. Where is it going to lead you? I know where it's headed, of course, but I don't know how it's going to get there. It leads you around the block and onto the abandoned trolley tracks. It follows the abandoned trolley tracks to the overgrown trolley house. Are things overgrown in Magbergen? They really kind of are. It's overgrown with cacti. That sounds pokey. Yeah, it's a little hazardous to move through a trolley house that is overgrown with cacti. And the light is not inconvenienced by them on account of it being a floaty light. I am inconvenienced by them on the account of me being a person. I tread carefully and avoid getting poked, mostly. So the light leads you to the middle of the abandoned trolley house that is full of cacti, and it leads you to a black hatch that is in the ground. And it flies down to the hatch and passes through it. Well, that was nice. We're quickly going to encounter a, a problem. <laughs> like, cause... One of many. Okay. So, Oyster, what do you do? Well, Oyster's feeling unusually curious today. <laughs> so, rather his all of his instincts are telling him this is a terrible idea, but he still suspects his neighbor is up to something true, and he would like his floor back. So he follows the light down the there it is. Okay. Thing. But is it locked? Oh, is it locked? In that case, is that's it locked. Right. That'd just be mean. Most yeah. of them are locked. It would be it consistent. It might be mean to all the uh, folks down there because I would never do it. You can see that there is a chain on it and that there is a lock, but it's very old and rusty. So it probably wouldn't take too much effort to break it off. I pull out my lock-breaking kit and break it off. Does this mean you're going to have something? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What is a lock-breaking kit? A kit for breaking locks, obviously. I feel like Oyster's like, find like a who just has like, a huge ring of keys and just tries them. <laughs> 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 you want to find like a... Wait, whatever did happen to the key you stole from... Uh... I don't remember. I think you might have given it back. Or did you? Does anyone remember what happened to the key that Philippe, the sawmill demon, had? Oh my god, that was like oh, are you serious? Yeah, that so was so long ago. <laughs> I think literally the first session, maybe the second, but um. Well, I don't remember uh, what happened last week. That would be a great callback, though. <laughs> I stole a ton of stuff from oysters. Maybe I have. <laughs> yeah, but that's not very helpful. Is it? No, it's not. All right, well, whatever. If you want well, to find, like, a uh, a crowbar or something. <laughs> no, no. I didn't say crowbar. I said lock-breaking kit. Okay, but you're going to have to explain use the revolver. what, in fact, a lock-breaking kit includes. Well, it has, like, um, uh, one of those things you hit a uh, uh, spiky thing with. What's that called? What? Something like, you hit? A chisel? A hammer? A hammer and... Chisel oh, thing? a chisel, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah could yeah. hit a spiky thing with a hammer. And you could hit a lot of other things, too. It has, you know... Um, what about like just, a... like, some bolt cutters? Yeah, it has some bolt cutters. It's the same tool, though. It's like a multi-tool. <laughs> Giant pocket. <laughs> uh, can I have one of those? Okay, this all sounds highly improbable, but you, I guess you can have something if you really want to. All right. Good deal. Now, I'm getting a... 
a waxing. Okay. Which means, sadly, some might even say tragically, I'm probably not going to get my lock-breaking kit moment. Yeah, but you know what you are going to get? You're going to get the irons. The irons? The irons. All right, I smash the lock and go down the dangerous okay. path. Uh, you have to go somewhere. Cause you have to go somewhere. Forget it. Don't. You don't have to go somewhere. You explicitly don't have to go somewhere because there's a different set of moves under Faldo Tunnel moves. I think actually, though, you're traveling through the tunnels beneath the city with a particular destination in mind and clear directions to it. Uh, in mind, maybe not, but the light is giving you clear directions. Moisture gets to make this move. I think this is accurate. Beneath the this city, is my notes, particular client, destination but... in mind, and I don't know if that's an and. I really have an or. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> Close enough. Now do what you find instead. So if I don't remember the way... Oh, well, where's it? Okay. So I discarded yellow. Now, yellow is the one that I suck at right now. Everyone else is really good. Yellow is bad. And I have no yellows. So I get a... a Balance. There is a Fail. lower or no discard clause. Choose two. Uh, I want to remember the way back. That's a big one. And I would like to avoid running into any demons. Chris, I also got know the way back. Just and you can see how good that did. How <laughs> good that did. In case you want to like protect yourself against pigs instead. I don't know what the. I don't remember. Oh yeah, it's not Mc... coming back is what I'm trying to say. There's is no Mc... way that you're here. <laughs> is MacArthur going I'm... with you on this journey, or are you leaving him at home? I, I, I don't know. I didn't say I brought him. That's why I'm asking. Maybe you did. You just didn't happen to mention it. Yeah, MacArthur's coming. Fuck it, why not? Okay. I forgot awesome. to mention that important detail. Does he travel on a leash? No, MacArthur knows where to go. He's a very obedient pig. Very smart. So you're choosing, you remember the way back, and you avoid running into any demonic presence. So you do expose yourself to fall to corruption, and you don't find your way to the place you're looking for. Yeah. The next session, I will tell you what you find instead, and we can get you set up with a fall to corruption countdown. All right. That sounds like it'll be lovely. (laughs) 